1: Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. With Dable. With I'll this, say this I is the worst gotta, he could be with Dable. Right. Gonna, he's going to get better now. I don't
2: care about the Joe
1: Judge and... and no, no, no other... but what I mean is if you... The, the issue is if you trade him, he's not with his staff
2: anymore. We got to see what he looks like with someone else. Well, I'm only hope. I'm not hoping. I'm only projecting he's with the Giants. Right. There's nothing out there that... If, if you told me... That the Giants had – like there was – uh, uh, what's the guy's name that went to uh, Pittsburgh? I'm drawing a blank now. The there coach was, or the player? The player. That was at Pittsburgh from Chicago to Buffalo. Now is in Pittsburgh is the backup. uh, God, whatever. So I, I, Buffalo. I, I, yeah, I threw a complete blank. The quarterback that was with Dable in Pittsburgh. I mean in oh, Buffalo. Uh, um, what's his name?
1: Hold on, guys. Help me out here.
2: I just threw a blank.
1: Chicago
2: – to Buffalo. Oh, uh, uh Trubisky. Trubisky. If, if Mitch Trubisky was balling out and was on a one-year deal in Pittsburgh, and all of a sudden he was a guy who was a threat to the Daniel Jones situation at the Giants, now we're talking about something. Right. All right? Jimmy Garoppolo's not a threat. Derek Carr, it doesn't make sense to sign him. You're not getting Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't make sense to do that. You're not probably going to get Lamar Jackson. Probably not. Doesn't make sense to do that. What else is there left at the quarterback spot? You've got to pay him. And I'll
1: remind everybody that Daniel Jones really didn't have a receiving court last year. Certainly didn't have that outside
2: alpha. Well, he didn't have a he didn't have a number one type guy that he could depend on when he needed him most. Or a tight end. Like the receiving targets
1: were just not there. So let's see what he looks like as we see what happens around the league when someone gets
2: that. they are negotiating. His, he's not going anywhere to negotiate.
1: The quarterback
2: carousel.
1: This is Keyshawn J with coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Gray Goose. Just Key and me today. Mitch Trubisky. Jay on a little How vacay. Can I that name, Mitch Trubisky. Um, but like, but I know why you think Mitch Trubisky. You're talking about a, a
2: tall, athletic, fast quarterback. Yeah, a guy, a, a guy that would have been good. I just that was under Dable system. That kind of knew him that they flirted with a little bit last year to come in and compete with Daniel Jones and he goes to Pittsburgh. How did that work out for him? Mm. Probably not so good. Now he'll probably be on the move again. And so when you start to look at that, you sit there and you say to yourself, is there a quarterback out there in the world that can make it hard on Daniel Jones' camp to negotiate a certain way with the Giants? And I would say that there isn't.
1: Right, these are these are market issues, really, that we're talking about. And the, the Giants coaching staff, like Key... My, my whole life, you know, you look at other coach, you go, oh, man, that coaching staff, I wish the Giants? I, I, I don't want it. T- I love the Giants coaching staff right now. I don't want it like I love the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, head coach, like everybody. It's good, man. It's a- Listen, if they would have uh, pried Jeff Stoutland away from Philadelphia to be the-, the offensive line coach, fine. But that didn't happen, but okay. Matt in Florida, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio.
3: Yeah, you know, I was interested in that y'all brought up uh, Lamar Jackson and what the <laughs> Jets need to do. I think they need to take a big swing and try to actually get him instead of trying to get Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr because he could play with the bolstered uh, offensive line, and you know, Aaron Rodgers can't, and Derek Carr really can't.
2: Yeah, he's yeah, young. Yeah, no, yeah, I would, I would um, take a swing at him. But if I'm the Jets, but, but, then, but then again, here we go. What are you getting? You're gonna get the Jets first round pick, which is is where it's at. Then they're gonna win. Then you're gonna get the bottom of the barrel first round pick next year. You're trading him within the conference. And I know you don't care. Oh I don't care about the conference. It's important, man. When you got the division, though. It's the conference. Oh man, stop being scared. Yeah, I'm scared because you could affect the outcome of something for us in the future. Lots of things could happen. We need Buffalo to beat you. You beat Buffalo now. All yep, of a sudden, that could happen. You, you, know, so, you know. What I
1: notice about the NFL. No. Is that the this NFL. This is not the
2: NBA. We're not trading a guy across the street. The NFL coaches and
1: players are so, it's like PTSD from time in the league along these lines. <laughs> they are so scared of the negative outcome. Because even if something's 70% likely Good to be Good players, hurt, though. 30% of the time it'll be bad. And if, they, if the bad thing happens, everyone gets fired and loses their job. Man, go for it on fourth down. Stop worrying about trading a guy in the conference. Sometimes it will bite for, you. It, Sometimes it, it, it'll work. It's
2: easy for you to say that because your butt is to. not on the line. Right, 100%. 100% yeah, you, yeah, you look at it differently. You cannot trade an asset like Lamar Jackson in the conference or the division unless the it's the just a, such a blowaway type deal where it's just all of a sudden, you know, uh, uh, you know, five ones and then, you know, let's, of let's look at it
1: from the Jets point of view though. The reason there's almost no price that's too high for Lamar for me, if I'm the Jets is unlike Rogers, he's not a hundred years old.
2: Right. Oh, I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. What's that? They could have drafted Lamar though, but Yeah, ahead. Well, right.
1: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Yeah. It reminds me <laughs> of a scene from anchorman too, but we could talk about that later, but, but, uh, they, you know, he he's in his physical prime. As I said, three weeks younger than Joe Burrow. He Imagine, like, if the Jets got Lamar and things worked out, that might be—they they could be the best team in football for a while, if right? They like, got they Lamar, got a defense, they, they got, got the offensive players, And he got receivers, he's got he rece- has got he's got—he's
2: never had receivers
1: like he's had. You and know, then like they can the Jets. still
2: add a veteran, a veteran guy to the mix that can play. I mean, that
1: would be a lot. That's why I get it. The same thing with Rodgers, if, if Rodgers was younger than me with the Jets and wasn't putting everyone through the, oh, I might retire. I'd, I rather reti- give
2: up, I'd rather give up all the compensation in the world to go get mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. For I'll a 26 up. year old versus yeah, a 38 up, year old? Yeah, I'll give up some compensation for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Because he's pretty and you just never know. Right. But in the end, I'm giving up more for Lamar, no yeah. question. Wayne in Arkansas,
1: you're on with Keyshawn J. Willimacks, ESPN Radio.
2: Good morning, guys. How are you today? What's up, right? What? I think Derek Carr should go to the 49ers. He'd be a great fit with that team. Me too. I'm oh, I, I certain, but they're not paying him $40 million. That's the problem. Yeah. And he's going to get close to $40 million plus or minus um, because where wh- wherever his salary was this past season, that's where it's going to be this season. He, he of course, Look, any competent
1: quarterback is going to look good on the 49ers. So I agree. To me, I look at teams that have, like, I look at the Jets and I go, here's the interesting for the Jets and the Colts for me. Colts keep trying, what if we get this guy cheap, he's been around, scrap heap guy, you know, reclamation project, undervalued quarterback, let's try, it's not working. The Jets are saying, let's draft and develop a guy. That's not working. So if I'm the Jets and the Colts, I try something different. If I'm the Colts, I draft and develop, and if I'm the Jets – I want a veteran now. I want to slide in a veteran now that I don't have to draft and develop cuz that's not working for me.
2: I'm trying to the, think, when was the last time they had a veteran that I mean they if you call Fitz Magic, I mean that he's wasn't like nothing.
1: A, he's a backup who <laughs> man, backup to the backup. He Fitz Magic was like uh, just good enough to be dangerous to your franchise. No, he, I'm just trying to think. You know like oh no let's I'm, start so they, him in you know. So
2: they had Brett was probably the last real yeah. Brett probably was the last real veteran quarterback right? yeah, it worked out really well for them for the time they had him. Yeah.
1: Javier and Phoenix, you're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio.
2: Man, that was like a hundred years ago. Yeah, a long time. Morning, fell morning, fellas. What's, What's up? happening? Let me
0: let me play let me play Max uh, right now and stuff. Max, I got this for you and Key. You especially. What if uh you know Jerry Jones gets a little wild every once in a while and stuff. He gave up three
1: or four number ones for Lamar. What do you guys think? Ooh, for Lamar? Oh, that's not the same conference.
2: Yeah. Oh, he, he, well, Lamar would be in can't, Dallas. Can't, can't do it, man. Salary cap. Oof. So you know I'm not going to play into that salary cap problems. Too much salary cap problems. Can't put Lamar in Dallas. They might
1: mess around and win a Super Bowl. Yeah,
2: but that, nah.
1: Could have drafted him. Oh well. People don't know how good Lamar is. It, it, he, gets, He's good he He's a good player. Th- no, no. You, people underestimate how good Lamar Jackson is. I will say it again. With very little on the team, because a lot of it was injury to both sides of the ball the last couple of years. The only player to me that could say he might be a match for Patrick Mahomes in terms of the uh, amount of influence he has on the outcome of the game yes. is Lamar. Lamar is different from everybody else. When he is in the game, you can beat anybody, anybody. And when he's not in the game, you're not a very good team.
2: He he uh, is a very good quarterback. Really and they good should pay him as such.
1: <laughs> and again, this is all done without ever having that alpha target. Well, wide out, I should say. Mike in New York. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax. How you guys doing? Good morning. What's up, Mike? What's so... I just don't think Carr's a good fit for the Jets because of the fact that it's known that he is not a good cold-weather quarterback, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to play a lot of games in the cold. Mm-hmm. His good record is something is horrible, like when it's 36 degrees or, or below. What's
2: up, and that, what do you guys and think? And that, he's talking and that, your language, Keith. And that may be the case because when you play – the majority of your games in warm weather, indoors, Vegas, Oakland, California, you got to get used to it. Yeah. That's all. Think about it. I came from the West Coast as a receiver. I had a – my worst game in my career was in Buffalo. First cold game I ever played in. It was – Got to get used to it. Got to get used to it. Doesn't to mean it can't be done. It can't be done. Just got
1: to get th- used to it. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, even just moving to L.A., when people say your blood thins out, man, when I first got to L.A., people were complaining about the cold. It's like 58 degrees. I'm like, what are you crazy? It's really crazy? cold. Yeah, but after you live there for a couple of years, you're like, man, it's cold.
2: Yeah. You Your body acclimates. It really does. Yeah, and, and, so- and, and, and when you look at it, though, you're going into, you know, how many games has he really honestly played in the cold coming from the West Coast? I mean, what is he going to get? Maybe a Green Bay, maybe he plays in Buffalo or New York. Once or twice. In fact, he beat the Jets at the end, huh? On the touchdown pass a couple years ago, whatever, on a bomb up the sideline. I mean, when you look at cold weather games, he's probably only played in a handful. It's not like he's played in uh, 60 cold weather games in his career. I mean, he's played in a handful of them.
1: And so when you look at the record in cold weather, that means to, to answer this, what was his last caller's name from I don't New York? Remember. To answer To answer that concern, it's not that you deny the issue of playing in cold weather. It's that it's not disqualifying because probably what it means is he simply has to get used to it. Yeah. Is this the most important stretch of the regular season in the history of LeBron James's career and his whole career? Because LeBron seems to think so. Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio.
3: Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive It's 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season.
0: Lakers might have to go something like
2: 17 and 6 in order to make up that gap. It's a major challenge ahead. The way the West has looked, I can't dismiss the possibility that the Los Angeles Lakers could make some noise. And I think as these pieces are better pieces than
0: what they had before, I still see this team being, you know, an eight seed who goes out or has an
2: exit in the first round. You're always going to give them a chance because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis.
1: Keyshawn Jay Willamack, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Jay getting a little uh, little time to himself. Key and me today, yeah, but Key's in studio. Look at this.
2: I'm always in studio. Yes,
1: of course. Yeah. Same studio as me, though is the point. Hey, uh, of course, if AD is healthy, and that's always the big if with the Lakers. Key, if I'm Denver, these P- you know D'Angelo Russell better fit on this team than Russell Westbrook. All that. If I'm Denver, I don't want to see them in the first round, right? Like, Lakers maybe could do... But the Lakers ain't winning no championship this year. That's obvious. LeBron, though, thinks that these 23 last regular season games... Because the All-Star break happens very late in the NBA season, in fact. It's not the halfway point. He thinks they're important. Listen to LeBron.
3: It's 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. And... uh Type of mindset that I, that I have, and um, I hope the guys will have coming back off the break.
1: Key, I, I don't know if it's the twenty-three most important games of his career, but I have reason to believe that they're important. That we'll get to in a second. Do you think? Do you think missing the playoffs again would be cause irreparable harm to LeBron's Lakers legacy? To
2: his Lakers legacy? I, I, I think. From a Lakers standpoint, two years in a row, um, LeBron's allegedly constructed these rosters. You know, the rumor mill, you know how that is. People don't really know, but they think they know. Um, I think people would look at it and be like, you know, if he wasn't tampering and involved with the situation, they wouldn't have these issues. So I think from a Lakers standpoint, people will start to question and scratch their head, especially if they can't land Kyrie next year. See, to me,
1: you just hit on the whole reason why these are actually really important games. You know, KD and LeBron have never coexisted in the same conference, right? When LeBron's in the East, KD's in the West. and LeBron goes West, KD goes East. And they've never really met in the finals, really. Like, when they met the first time, KD was a puppy, right? And LeBron was in his prime. Yeah. And when they met the second time, come on, man. Yeah, right, he's still good. When they met the second time... KD had an unfair advantage. Like, no one ever was going to beat that Warriors. Come on. 73 wins, and then you put KD on the team, (laughs) and who's he replacing? Basically, Harrison Barnes, and they won 73 with Harrison Barnes. What do you think they're going to do with KD? The answer was destroy everything in sight. So that's a fake competition. Okay. Now, though, Key, they're in the same conference. LeBron's still really good. Still really good. KD is still really good. Kyrie's got to be watching this whole thing, right? Now, he's in Dallas. If he stays put in Dallas, okay. Then I'm looking at KD and, and, and uh, Booker and, you know, uh, Chris Paul, who's past it. He's still good, but he's not what he once was. Versus LeBron and AD and whoever else they're going to get to complement what they have. But Kyrie is watching this, Key. And he's got to be sitting there thinking, huh, if, it, if I don't want to stay in Dallas... Do I wanna go I wanna go mess with Devin Booker and KD or with what they got cooking in LA with yeah. the Lakers and LeBron? It is, if
2: if but if they look terrible in LA, why would Kyrie want to go though, there? Because I could fix that if I'm Kyrie. I could fix that. Because the only really everything else, the, the other uh nine guys or whatever, so what? KD, I mean uh A D and LeBron and Kyrie, and then whatever else around is fine the garnishes around is great I agree this is the meal this is what it looks like
1: I agree but sometimes it can feel bad like it could
2: not if you're a player if you're a player I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself as a player I see what they missing they missing me but what if you look at Phoenix and go as good as they are could you Yeah, but I don't really want to but I maybe I really want to be in LA maybe I really want to play with LeBron again or maybe I want to be with AD again or maybe you want to be with KD again and
1: show everyone it could be done right. Or may, And by the way, Phoenix, it's not it's L.A., not but same, it's right no, there. Man. It's a little
2: puddle jumper over Yeah, but it's not there. the same. It, you, you, when, when you make a decisions like this, decisions that you make become – you have to make historical decisions. How do I fit in the hierarchy of the Kobe Bryant? The You're Magic talking about
1: Kyrie guys? now. Kyrie? Yeah.
2: I mean, like, okay, so when we talk about point guards – in Phoenix, okay, there's Kevin Johnson, there's Chris Paul, like
1: yeah, but actually, I it's, think it's
2: just a different. We talk about guards in L. A. It's just a different. I want to be a part of that, yep. versus a part of this. Let me play devil's advocate, though. I agree with that, but let me I'm just telling devil- you, man, don't sleep on selling L. A. N- no question. But let me, let me, let me play. Well, that d- sounds like a, a reality show. <laughs> don't sleep on selling. <laughs> let, let me play devil's
1: advocate. If you're Kyrie, you get more credit for being on a team with KD and Devin Booker where people are going to look and go, oh, that is a lot, versus with AD
2: who's had his ups and downs with I'm injuries get more, I'm get, You LeBron, don't need to finish. I'm going to get more credit in L.A. You're going to get more credit Absolutely, in L.A. Absolutely, because they're down. Yeah, I just coming. made the
1: opposite argument of the one I thought I was making. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> they, they, they're down and I'm coming. So when I come, we up. Phoenix is already up. I KD is already it. there. Yeah. KD has got them up already. I just looked at ticket prices the other day to go to the game when they play the Mavs on March 11th. Fly in with my son. And, oh, I should have said he'll be listening. But, yeah, I looked at some seats, and their ticket prices are up. Surprise. Well, KD's there.
1: No, I mean, did you just ruin the surprise?
2: I, he's probably asleep right now. <laughs> All right, that's good. Yeah, that's good, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to
1: go into it. KD before he got the Achilles, before he came that, you know, hurt his Achilles, yes. was playing, he was still getting better. The scary thing about him is he was always incredible. He was getting better and better and better. Then goes the Achilles. Okay, he's, to me, he's never going to get all the way back. He's all the way back now. He's all the way back now. To me, he's the best player in the game by a bit right now when he's on the floor. Man, that Phoenix team is going to be a lot.
2: It's going to be a lot. But LeBron James is also looking at, and when he says this stretch, Early in his career, he missed the playoffs back to back, but he was 17 years old. Yeah, come like on. he didn't even have hair on his face, right? Yeah. His, Dan Gilbert he had he a playing running could around with cheekbones yeah. and stuff, yeah. and, and so it's like he barely had a license. Where well, now he's looking at it, and he's older, he's more mature. To miss it back to back years when you have a team that just won a championship, bubble or not, a couple years ago, is it's it's damaging to a degree to his Laker legacy because. Lakers not in the playoffs again? Like, what? We paying for this
1: again? Do you, do you think from Kyrie's point of view, he's more likely to look at KD and LeBron and go, I won with LeBron. That's the championship I won, not with KD. Or is he more likely to go, you know, if I just go back to LeBron and win a championship, my legacy is going to be he needed LeBron to win a championship. I have unfinished business with KD.
2: No, I would probably say the, the, the opposite because LeBron James will need him to win the championship in L.A. He already got one in L.A. without him, though. Yeah, Keith. but he won ain't good enough. Like, how many times I keep telling no, you? No, no, that? yeah,
1: that's true. I'm just saying,
2: LeBron's already shown, man, I don't uh, need Kyrie uh, but, to win but, a championship. But he needs A.D. to win one. Everyone needs somebody. But uh, I get it. But the argument would be he needed A.D. to win it. So, you know, But Kyrie could benefit off going to L.A. And, and saving LeBron's L.A. Laker legacy. That is true.
1: I'm saying, what about the side of it where it's like, but K.A., Kyrie has played on a lot of good teams with a lot of good players, great players, but only won the one with LeBron, whereas LeBron has won won a couple without Kyrie. Do you think that could play into Kyrie's decision?
2: No, no, I don't think so.
1: 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Are trade requests in the NBA a good thing for the sport because KD thinks they are? Plus, does the NBA, in fact, have a load management issue? Keyshawn J. Willamax ESPN Radio.
5: to get 10% off your first month. That's com slash unsportsmanlike.
2: The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. If there's anything I could change about the league to make it better, probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. The
1: NBA has devalued their regular season. We've been part of it. If all we do every time somebody
2: accomplishes something is say, well, let's see in the playoffs or uh, how many championships do you have? Then who cares what happens in a February game? I don't disagree with either side. I I do think that players should play when healthy, uh, but there is a happy medium you can find.
1: Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, if you haven't been paying attention, if you have, there was a terrible uh, earthquake in Turkey and... Last I checked, it was over 32,000 dead from the earthquake in Turkey. And these stories about kids calling from the rubble, trapped for five days, six days, and there's not enough equipment to dig them out, right? You can help people affected by the Turkey earthquake. Please visit redcross.org slash ESPN. That's redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond. So, Key, coming in, we heard sound about NBA and load management and people taking time off. And we heard, you know, an opinion um, about how, hey, look, if all we ever say is what are they going to do in the playoffs, then of course we're going to devalue the regular season. I I disagree with that. I think the reason that we say what are they going to do in the playoffs, it's not because it's an act of will and we can just stop saying that and then people will care about the regular season. The fact is if if your regular season ends – And 10 out of 15 teams in each conference, 20 out of 30 altogether, that's fully two-thirds of the teams in the league are still playing basketball, then of course the regular season doesn't matter that much because everyone's still playing after the regular season's over and those are the games that really count, right? Like, that's not us and the media or the fans just kind of saying it too much and making it true. It's the way the league set it up. So naturally, if teams are trying to win championships – and they think a guy is injury-prone and they have data to, that leads them to believe that load management helps them
2: when the games really matter, of course they're going to rest guys. I think games matter in the regular season. I say this all the time because in order for you to get to where you're trying to get to in the postseason, you've got to go through the regular season to get there. Seedings, things of that nature. You need to be in sync. you got to have flow. You have to have chemistry. And all of those sort of things is part of the regular season. You can't be successful in the postseason – without having a successful regular season. Think about it. There's not one team that stinks in a regular season, and then all of a sudden they're the greatest thing ever in the postseason.
1: But what the argument you're making is different, I think, than – than the response to the one I'm making. I'm not arguing that the pendulum hasn't swung too far in the other direction. In fact, it's counterproductive when you load manage. I'm saying the incentive was there to load manage. And now, if what you're saying is true, and I think it probably
2: is, the incentive will be to not load manage as much because it's bad for your team. What what, what is load managing too much, though? What is load? A guy misses... What is the regular season, 82 games? So a guy misses 15 games out of 82? That's basically what happens nowadays. Is that, yeah. Why is that a big deal?
1: 60%. They need rest. It's a big chunk of the season. Oh, God, stop. The guy's hurt. He's tired. His legs are fatigued. Whatever. Michael Jordan never missed 15. He played 82 games a year. And Babe Ruth did too. I yeah, it. right. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I love how people always go to you take the greatest player ever, and they look what he did. That doesn't mean everyone.
2: I played him. every snap I could play, but right. didn't mean I wasn't tired. And you know, right? right. I mean, that's just. But what
1: I what I what I mean about what the point you made earlier is. Teams load manage because they believe – players load manage because they believe it's in their best interest to do so. If they start feeling it's not in their best interest to do so, for example, the public forgets about you, Kawhi Leonard, or some team doesn't establish the right kind of rhythm and chemistry, as you mentioned, whatever team you might point to,
2: then they'll stop doing but it do, do, But do people realize that the ones that – okay. I don't like load management when it comes to missing games – because all of a sudden it's a nationally televised game or you're supposed to play against the Clippers and you didn't play and everybody went out and bought these tickets or it's Golden State in town and you didn't play because it's Golden State. That, that to me, is when I have a problem. Because fans, you know, they, they maybe only can go to one or two games a year and that just so happened you missed that game that they spent all their money to get the ticket and they didn't know in advance that you were going to miss the game. That's the problem that I have with it. As far as resting up, Max, I can tell you just from being a professional athlete, your body, man, no matter how many games you miss or whatever people tell you, your body it needs to rest up. You're going night in and night out. Because You're more effective if you
1: do, right? Yeah, yes, that's you what are. I'm saying. It's you it, are more effective. The reason if you they do. do it is because there's the belief that it's in their best interest. But they also may,
2: but they also may be injured to a degree or sore where that soreness needs to rest up to get out of your body. I want to point out this stat that we have here, and the reason I want
1: to point it out is because a lot of times you'll hear about how the game nowadays is, more, is better than ever before, partly because there's more intensity on every play, right? Well, mm-hmm. that's one of, I think, also the reasons you see in seven – look at the trend. How many players play every game of a season? Not that long ago, right? Look at this. Yes. Five years ago it was 26 players played every game in the whole league. That's fewer than one per team. And then it steadily declined until last year, only five played every game in the whole league. But we see this in baseball too. Pitchers throw 160 innings. That's a full season. It used to be 220 innings was a full season, right? It's different because also average velocity, fastball's gone way up. If you're going harder and more intensely on every play, then it stands to reason
2: you can play fewer plays, right? That was the entire league, though. That wasn't one player, yeah, right. That wasn't one team. That's the entire league. Yeah, it's a trend. So, so if the entire league sees this, and coaches are doing it, and trainers are doing it, what's the problem? Meantime,
1: that's one big issue uh, in the NBA right now. If you talk about the big issues, there's load management and people pay money and the players are yeah, the, aren't
2: the pay, there. Yeah, the, the 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 money pan. You know, I would, be, I would be upset if I flew all the way to Phoenix when they played the Mavs and Luka didn't play, Kyrie didn't play, KD didn't play, yeah. Booker didn't. You know, I yeah. would be, I would like not be happy. Like false advertising. Yeah, I, would be, I, would, I wouldn't be happy. Well, the other
1: big issue is uh, superstars forcing their way out of teams. Now, I want to, keep, you and I feel in many ways very similar about this, but I want, you to, I want to play what KD had to say about it.
3: I don't think it's bad for the league. It's bringing more eyes to the league. More people are more excited. The tweets that I got and the news hits that we got from me being traded, Kyrie being traded, just bring more attention to the league. And that's really what makes you money is when you get more attention. So I think it's great for the league, to be honest. Teams been trading players and making acquisitions for a long time. Now when a player can kind of dictate where he wants to go and leaving free agency or demand a trade, it's just part of the game now. So I don't think it's a bad thing. It's bringing more and more excitement. Um, to the game
1: key I totally agree with KD there's a whole other argument about why I think players should always do everything in their power to get exactly what they want and that's they are drafted to a team they have no choice in they're the best in the world at what they do as I always say it's literally it's almost not an exaggeration to say out of seven and a half billion people on earth Everyone who can play in the NBA is playing in the NBA. There are only 400 slots. It's the most exclusive job in the world. And once you get there, you've got to stay in this market that you had no choice for about, for basically six years or you leave a fortune on the table. So, so like, it's not fair to the players. Do everything you can. But what he said is true, Key. Think about the NBA. It knocked the Super Bowl off the headline for the whole week Leading into the Super Bowl, every day it was something else. A. KD uh, is going to Booker. What's
2: Kyrie going to do with the mat? Every day it was something else. He's right. It drew attention to the to the league. It, it did draw attention to the league. There's no question about it because of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. If they don't move, I don't know if you get the same sizzle, buzz, snap, crackle, pop as you snap, like to say. Snap, crackle, pop as you deal with those two guys. I look at it for different reasons, though if you're in a place for several years and you're not hitting pay dirt and it's not going the way you thought it was going to go, then you can request a trade or get out of your contract or something like that. Yeah, but just popping around to be popping around because you go somewhere and it didn't work out in two years and you're mad and I'm getting out of here, I don't like that. But if you are somewhere for an extended period of time, like a Dame Lillard situation in Portland, like, if I'm him and I walk up to the trailblazer and say, this ain't this ain't, this ain't ain't it, they should be more than willing to move him. Yeah, no one's going to be mad at Daniel No, Williams. not right. at all. None at all. Not at all. And I'm not mad at KD if it didn't work in Brooklyn. So, okay, Kyrie said, you know what? Y'all don't want to pay me my money. Y'all playing games. I'm up out of here. I'm not giving you my services. Move on. So he moves on. KD, like, you're not getting ready to have me standing around here Just butt naked out here by myself. How many more years I I got? I got to get out of here. I got to waste the rest of my career here. There's nothing wrong with that. Do you have an issue with
1: superstars requesting trades? 888-SAY-ESPN.
5: do doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn,
1: J. Will and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You're
2: knuckleheads, KD
1: man. says stars making trade requests are good for the league. I, and I will point out the whole week leading into the Super Bowl, we did not lead with the NFL or the Super Bowl. We led with NBA hot stove, NBA offseason.
2: Sometimes, man, these dudes that work here yeah. in the control room, yeah, they really are stupid.
1: <laughs> they get on your nerves, huh?
2: No, they do sometimes. Yeah. But they C- just they say get some stuff that don't even make any sense. So what now? Because they complain complaining that I'm mad if I go to Phoenix to watch the Mavs play and three of the five stars aren't playing or four Bad of the five stars aren't playing. They tell me it's bad parenting. It's to bad go. planning by you, absolutely. How is it bad planning and that's my schedule? That's because the only game I could go
0: to. You're supposed to cross reference your schedule for work. With the NBA schedule, oh. and if you're a fan Man. of the team, then you know, oh, they just played nine games in 12 days, but, four games in five nights. Odds are X, Y, and Z might not play. So if you're a good I'm parent who's a, a fan of the parent. team, you would look <laughs> and you would look forward and say, you know what? There's a chance that Giannis and these dudes might not play. Let me not buy this ticket. Let me get the joints after everything calms down. You That's should call Yates planning. from now
1: on before you plan That's your That's just uh...
0: stupid. No, it's stupid for y'all to spend $9,000 off. Flight travel and hotels and I all don't this know other if it's going to be that to much. I mean, like, I love my on, son, man.
2: but yes, Listen, it, wait, it, it is. I, I don't know if it's that much. I love my son and all that, but I don't sounds know like, that it's that. It much. sounds
0: like poor planning but by parents. It's not
2: poor planning. I'm expecting you to play in a marquee big time game, and then all of a sudden. They don't play, I'm going to be mad.
1: You know what the Suns don't care about? Your travel schedule. They Uh, do care about winning
2: championships. It's not about my travel schedule. You guys are actually
1: arguing about a real thing, which is the the teams, as I said earlier, and the players are doing what they feel they're incentivized to do. What we all say is the only thing that matters is we win a championship or not. So any team who thinks it gives them a better chance to win a championship, to rest a player, are going to
2: rest that player. But if I'm going to watch... Luca and Kyrie, yeah. Kevin Durant, Booker and CP three, and a number of those five are not playing. And I just came from LA to Phoenix mm-hmm. and, and did all that. Gassed and they up play. the private jet and everything. No, well, no, no private jet. Gas up none of that. That's but, expensive. But going there, however I got there, whether it was riding a horse, however I got there, I'm gonna be mad.
0: So if he gets hurt, if the player that you go to see, say you go to see Giannis and he gets hurt literally the first play of the game, are you going to look at your son or daughter and be like, oh, man, I want to get a refund because so-and-so's no, not playing a no, choice? No, that's, not. That's not. the risk you run, no. yo. That's no, that, you run. no, that's different. It is a risk Yakes. you run, yo. No. It is different because <laughs> I didn't expect for the dude to get hurt. But you – so, but you're expecting to watch the game. If you're
2: going, I to expect watch specific, to watch a dude play based on me purchasing the tickets. There's more if he than gets one hurt, pro on the floor. Oh, but I'm not. I want the. I want all of them. There is such so a I'm level buying a ticket. There is That's such ridiculous. a
1: level of entitlement that fans have now that just because they bought a ticket they think they deserve deserve all of this to stuff watch the team e- they paid for. Well, you, no wait, you Pat, can watch I agree. The team. You can I, watch Pat, the team. I agree You're not guaranteed to watch any players. I agree I with a lot of what, what you and Yates are saying, but it is fair to say that there is a trade-off here. That it is a competition and an entertainment product and that someone like he or whoever who pays money to see a team that has certain players on it they want to see, you know, they I'm, figure I'm if you're not actually them. hurt, you should play.
2: Yes, I'm going to. This is why I paid the money.
1: Especially an NFL player, where everyone's hurt on every play, always, right? If they look at the NBA and like, come on, man, you got to get in yeah, there. Yeah,
0: that's cool and all, but my whole thing is, if you are acting as if you're shocked that so and so is not playing, if, if I'm if, going to if, watch a Clippers game, for example, and the Clippers have played nine games in twelve days, I know for a fact Kawhi Leonard is not playing in one of them joints. Right. Therefore, I'm not going I'm to go and buy tickets at the just, to, just like for, that. Well, though, that's, Yates? that's bad planning by no, you as it's a not.
2: Yes, Al and Mil. Milwaukee has some things to to say. What's up, Al. Hope his beard grows to his knees. Come on, Max. Listen, Max, you guys are doing a great job. But listen, I've let this go for about a week. Mm -hmm. I've given you a pass. I said no, he didn't mean that. You have said over and over, and you said it again today. (laughs) I gotta call it on you. When KD is healthy, Mm -hmm. he is not the best player in the NBA. Giannis is the the best player in the NBA. I, well Giannis you're is a, argue. Wait Al
1: Al, Giannis is the best player in the NBA you're because if you once you say if he's healthy, already you're acknowledging he's often not healthy, and that's a big part of it. I get it and I agree. But the reason I give that caveat is when K D is on the floor, if you want to look at the quality of those minutes he plays, come on, man, Al, come on, man. He took it was just KD by himself. Uh, Harden was limping around for two games. The last two games of the of the series, Kyrie missed most of the series. He took you seven.
2: You were fully crewed up. He took you seven games. You could argue though, know, Giannis, KD. You could argue that not if KD's healthy. You could argue that.
1: Come on, man. You could argue that. Hey, you could argue it. Key. I'm just
2: telling you, you can KD argue it. KD is
1: back to playing defense on five positions at you an can, elite level. <laughs> He's getting Giannis the best scores Michael Jordan. Maybe, Giannis is unstoppable. <laughs> or Kobe.
2: Giannis is unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, I like love a, Giannis. Like a Shaq unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, it's type. true. It's, you can argue it. I, I He's not off. You, who are you taking if they're both healthy? What am I running, though? Like, what am I the, trying to you do? Have to,
1: you have no coach. You have no nothing. You just need a player I'ma for probably, this game and they're both healthy.
2: I'm going to probably take KD because he can shoot. Yes, well, it's a big part of it. Yeah. But, but look, that's. But threes is better than twos, even though Giannis tries every now and then to knock down a three. But Katie's better at hitting twos, too. Yeah, not really, not necessarily. Well, because. Because, because Giannis is you know, in if, the if paint, that's the case, that? your argument on Will Chamberlain standing underneath the basket a couple weeks ago and just getting twos because he was bigger than everybody else, he was supposed to be one of the top scorers, according to you. I agree. In other words, if you are great in the paint, then the question becomes
1: how well, that's easily. two. No matter how, if you were the paint but, or not, you're still how, two. Right, but I agree. But now how easily can you get to the paint? Because KD's two is available to him all the time. Giannis in the playoffs, for example, when they wall off, now all of a sudden that two isn't available to him and he's not as good at getting the other kind of two. See what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Therefore, again, I like KD more. Again, you could One argue. One of the reasons.
2: You could argue. It's not definitive.
1: From two, right. Even from percentage, if you just look at percentage, KD. Look, I love Giannis. You can argue Giannis is the best player in the game because he's also available most of the time. But come on, man, when they're both healthy, key.
2: Man, Giannis is. I used to be like that on Giannis too until a couple years ago, and I really labbed him. Once I labbed him and took him to the lab, he's different. Uh, KD cold blooded now. Ain't nothing wrong with KD either one.
1: Xavier in New York, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, what's up, Key? What's up, Max? I just want to give some commentary on this load management issue. Uh, I don't think it's poor planning on Key's part or the fans' part. Most people aren't really following like that. You have guys that are fans of LeBron, KD. You know, they're player fans. Yeah! When you buy a ticket, the plans need to be – the the team needs to do a better job at letting you know what players Absolutely. are going to play or not that's play the day before. Absolutely, because you know if you if you're watching a trailer for a movie and you see Denzel, Leonardo
2: DiCaprio, and you buy a ticket for that movie it and not you in go it. there and Denzel's not <laughs> in it, you're like, well,
1: oh, man, what what is the movie?
5: You I'll know what upset. I mean? So you know, I you agree. Get, Wait, this though, is a great point, off.
1: Xavier. This is a great point. In other words, the teams kind of trying to be slick. Of course, they want to maximize saying, the optimize their profits.
2: That's what I said. Don't
1: want to advertise who's not going to be there. But wait, wait, wait a I second, said, Max. Though. Wait a second. Yeah. Max. If
2: if you want to load manage your guy, just let give me a, a, a An give, idea. give me a twenty four forty eight hour notice. I can at least sell him, get Max, some of my money back. Max
0: I got a question for you. Yeah,
2: you 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 go. You do uh, Broadway.
1: Ooh, uh, I've yeah. been to Broadway shows. Absolutely, yes.
0: So when you see the main cast and then the secondary cast and then you if you
1: pay for a Broadway ticket and they got the understudy and the lead role, you're mad. You're mad. mad, Period. Period, you're mad. mad. Yes, of course, you're mad. But the difference is there is not a competitive it, element to, like, it is, an, the NBA is an entertainment product. That's what Key is speaking to. But it's also an athletic competition, which you guys are speaking to. And if you, if you incentivize, if the rules of the game I'm mean that those, it's better those, for you to Kyle rest Kuna? your best performers some days, that's what you're going to do. I'm going to face Kyle Fusler. At, Stop, man. At, Maybe at,
0: casual fans shouldn't just go to the game. At
1: what point, Daniel Jones, you almost come made to me for the Giants? KJM, thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Max the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern
4: on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric E Bikes today—the number one selling e bike in America.